It's the most all-star studded challenge ever. And this time, it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All-Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Damon, and this is your round three recap for this week's Genesis Invitational. And joining me to break it all down, it's Mark Immelman. Hey, Mark, good to he- good to have you here. How's it, Rick? Yeah, it's good to be with you. Uh, it's kind of strange to watch the CBS show. I've got to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> I said to my wife, Tracy, as I was watching this afternoon, I'm like, well, it sounds so much quieter from this side of the TV than what it sounds in our era when, we, uh, when we're broadcasting the thing. But it, it was fun to watch. The pictures were fantastic. The golf course is just the golf course is great, and 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 the the storylines are rampant. So it, it's been a fun time so far to watch. Yeah, it absolutely has been. And Joaquin Neiman, who opened up with sixty three on Thursday and sixty three on Friday, seemingly Mark did exactly what he needed to do on Saturday. A Saturday third round sixty eight. That's three under par, pushing him to nineteen under and three shots clear of his closest chaser and six shots clear of the man in third, Victor Hovland. Now it was. A little bit slow out of the gate. Birdie's number one, gives it right back at number two, but he settled into the meat of this round, and I was pretty impressed with what he was able to accomplish, knowing that people had kind of already handed him this trophy, which is a scary place to be in the game of golf. (laughs) Well, you and me both. Uh, And and you you speak of the birdie on one, which is, I mean, that holds essentially a long par four for those guys. A short par four, even as far as what the ball's going in the fairways, would have been dry. Um. But bogeying on two, you're going to make a couple there during the week. It's just such a, it's not difficult. It's a tricky par four. If you're on the wrong side of the equation there, you can make five quickly. So I didn't think that was too bad, but then he bounced right back and and settled into the round with a quick birdies and such. But to me, it, it looked like it was almost the tale of two mindsets because through 10 holes, it looked like he was like, I'm going to get out and basically put this thing on ice mm-hmm. through three rounds. And then all of a sudden, look, he didn't drive the ball that great coming in. But the driving holes, I can't tell you how difficult 11 is. It's straight away and narrow. 12 is just dastardly how difficult it is. 13, same thing. 14, you've gone right to left, right to left. And all of a sudden, you've got to hit a fade. And that's what Riviera represents. And so he didn't drive it that well. And it looked like he sort of dropped the anchor a little bit. And all of a sudden, it was like, well, I had, I've had got a four-shot lead. I just mustn't do anything dumb. And so it was really aggressive early and then sort of a bit defensive late. And in many respects, you can sort of understand that. But I think, you know, when he gets together with whoever he gets together with tonight, he'll get some quick rest. Um, And if there was a debrief, they'd be like, all right, well, you've got the lead, but you've got to go and play tomorrow because everyone, or I'm not necessarily me and the folks who know, but they sort of thought Cameron Young might capitulate today, but he is not going away at all. And so I don't think it's going to be the cakewalk that it is uh, that people were thinking for Neiman. So I think tomorrow he comes out with a little bit more intent, um, kind of like he did the first few holes today. Joaquin Neiman looking to go wire to wire to win this Genesis Invitational. Mark, he's done a lot of the work, still work to be done. But what score do you think will go out on Sunday with a target score? Hey, if I shoot a three under 68 again, this is probably mine. Or do you think that that's putting the cart in front of the horse? 
Um, I don't think so because a lot of guys set numbers. And as I was looking through the scores today, I think low round today was um, 65 perhaps, which was six under. A few guys, I think four guys shot six under. So you can expect more of the same today um, because there'll be a mix of hole locations. Some you can get after, some you better be careful on. Uh, But as you watch this event unfold, it's the front nine that you can sort of get busy on a little bit and make a few birdies. And then the backside, you've got 10, which you can make anywhere from three to six. You've got to get after 11. And then 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, you sort of hang on. And so anyone in the chase pack, if they can get under early and then play that stretch of holes there through the back nine, you know, 12, 13, 14, and 15, if you can get through there, even maybe one under, and then start posting something, I, I can't see anything less than 65 tomorrow. So that puts the chase back. I mean, if Cameron Young, who's playing alongside Joaquin, if he shoots that, he gets to 23. So, so I, I'm sort of thinking yeah, that's unlikely. So if Neiman goes, well, I'm 19 or whatever, what he's 19 now, right? Yes. Yeah, he's 19 under. So I'm like, if you shoot three or four under tomorrow, that gets you to 22, and that should be pretty safe. So it's good to have a goal number in mind because that sort of keeps your nose to the grindstone. But you also sort of play situations a little bit. And, you know, if he's got a big lead, then he will get a little defensive. And then you'll you'll just make sure you, you take the hemorrhages off the scorecard. And then you just got to stay in front. So it'll be curious to see. It's going to be a challenge for him mentally. But the one thing I know about Joaquin Neiman, or two things I know about him, he's fearless. And this golf course, in many respects, has got a lot of um, resemblances to Royal Melbourne, where he had a fantastic President's Cup. And it sort of allows him to show off the skills that he has. The fact that he can flat the golf ball, he's got good touch around the greens, and he's very creative. He's got that sort of game about him. So so I think he'll set a number, but just sort of play the thing out and see how it goes. Our friends over at Caesars Sportsbook are listing Joaquin Neiman at this time at minus 250, so a pretty significant favorite to end up hoisting that trophy on Sunday afternoon. Cam Young, plus 450, four and a half to one mark. He is in solo second. He shot a 69 on Saturday that, quite frankly, really only had one blemish on it. It was the double bogey that he made at 16, thanks to a fried egg in the greenside bunker. Outside of that, continues to drive the ball well, continues to play well as he gets more comfortable near the top of the leaderboard. Well, we had talked in our setup show on Tuesday about what Riviera asks you to do. It's it's the ultimate test. It's going to test every facet of your game, including mentally and emotionally. But the real requirements around this place are to hit good iron shots. And even if you've got a tremendous iron game, you still like Leoning and hit like 13, maybe 14 greens if you're having a banner a day because of these fall-offs that you have around the targets. So if you strike your irons well, you hit them the right distance, and you putt well, you're going to do well around here. And, and he's driving it great. He hits it along, so he gets shorter clubs in here, which stacks the odds in his favor. But the way he's rolling it right now, it, it looks like he was born on these greens. And he's putting pretty aggressively. Well, you see a lot of folks, especially on the uphillers, leave stuff short around this place because the, you, you get in the mindset when you have one or two down the hill. It gets so fast that all of a sudden that's sitting in the back of the mind. And then you face an uphiller and you leave it short, which kind of drives one a little crazy, to be honest. Yeah. Where everything he's been over, the ball's missed largely on the high side. And so it looks almost like he's playing with this sort of mindset as if to go, look, no one's really expecting me to do anything special. I may as well just take my opportunity. And to that, that's sort of how his career has panned out. Uh, I think I mentioned that his mom lives just down the way from my parents. 
and he had come out and was struggling as a professional and they visited with my parents and obviously my parents have guided you know two sons through golf and one to a whole lot of success and uh, they sort of gave some advice and and they said look just have him stick to it and work hard and he did and he he Monday qualified to a corn ferry events got in I think he top 10 got him in the next week and all of a sudden two wins later in on the PGA tour and that's who he is he seems to me like if he has an opportunity he gets his talons in that thing and he doesn't let go and he played like that today and he played with us sort of like man I mean JT's the form horse over yeah there all these names around yeah Joaquin's got the big lead watch me now and and that's kind of how he's going so I expect I'm keen to see how it pans out tomorrow but he did win when he had a chance on the corn ferry tour obviously this is a bigger stage but I can't see him backing down but it's going to be a fascinating watch yeah, I love watching uh, watching him hit the ball out there, and I am interested to see as well how it all shakes out. It's Victor Hovland, who's the only other golfer under 10 to 1 with 18 holes to go, according to our friends over at Caesar Sportsbook. He backs up his Friday 64 mark with a Saturday 65. As you mentioned, that was one of the low rounds of the day, and he went out like a banshee, out in 30, in in 35, and he's been taking a very interesting route off the tee <laughs> of 15. He's been hitting it down the 17th fairway. He's ruining his strokes gained off the tee numbers, Mark, but he thinks it's <laughs> He thinks it's a better strategy. Oh, I love you guys. Yeah, that is written the numbers, isn't it? Yeah, he's killing them. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Uh, but look, he, speaking of free swinging, I mean, he was, he didn't play very well in round one and all of a sudden just opened it up in round two and he just went crazy, went bananas. And it looks to me like he's playing with us like, I've had enough. You know, I didn't play that well last week. I, I, I slipped up on the 15th of par five and missed the cuts. And it looks like he's got a chip on his shoulder. And he's just all systems offense right now. Everything's getting hit hard. You know, apparently, he mentioned to one of my colleagues out there, Ian Baker Finch, that he found something on the golf, on the round of golf on Friday. And he parlayed that to a beautiful day today. And it looks like more's on the way. And and I would say, out of the peloton, uh, I would I would sort of try to stay ahead of Victor Hovland because right now, He's just going going full steam ahead. It's damn the torpedoes in play and play and and beware the golfer like that because he's a winner. He's proved to us that he can and he's proved to himself that he can. And he knows, everybody knows around Riviera, we've seen it. Um, you can fall foul very fast. So if he gets out fast again and gets within a few, who knows what that back nine is going to hold. Currently six shots off of Joaquin Neiman's lead, which is uh, incredible to say. Mark, we're going to look at kind of the odds and maybe some guys that we think could rise or fall over the final 18 holes. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, 
legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. And we're back. Uh, Joaquin Neiman, Mark, 19 under, three clear of Cam Young, another three clear of Victor Hovland, minus 250 over at Caesars Sportsbook. Should we... Should we start etching his name in the trophy right now? Just get this out of the way. Uh, let's not do that. <laughs> we, we, we've seen this a lot. That's why they have 72 holes, right? Um, there's been too many times where big leads have been squandered. But the one thing I will say about Neiman uh, for the betters, even though the golf swing is unorthodox and it's idiosyncratic, it's his, um, it's very reliable. And he f- he's got a very reliable ball flight. He hits a tight pattern, really doesn't hit the ball off line very much. And so um, I, I can't see him falling over. If there's going to be an issue, it's going to be that he's going to sort of paper cut his way to death. You know, they, I don't think there'll be the hemorrhages of the wide ball that costs like a double or a triple. I think if there's an issue is where you miss a green, it falls off, then you don't chip and putt, and all of a sudden you make a bogey, then you make another one, and the next thing, before you look, you three over. Because we saw a bunch of that even today where the weather was kind of benign. Um, but like I say, technique is reliable. He's won before he knows how to win and he's fearless. So, so I think everything's in his favor now, including that big lead he has. That death by paper cut is kind of what got Sam Burns last year. He made bogeys Mm -hmm. on 12, 14 and 15 as he made the turn as the leader. And then things kind of got sideways for him from there. And Max Homa and Tony Finau ended up going into a playoff. Hey, speaking of Sam Burns, have you heard from Jonathan Coachman at all? (laughs) I have, I know we might need to, we might need a wellness check on him. I think I sent him a text. Oh, I, I'm not gonna, I can't share it, but, but I, I offered him an out with Burns with nine holes to play yesterday afternoon. And he told me <laughs> you're crazy. And I said, I'm going to remember that text. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I've not heard from the coach. We'll have to get his, uh, his thoughts here shortly. Now, if, if it's not Neiman and maybe it's not young Mark and you know, you look at the chase pack and it's, it's full of these names. We talked about Victor being there and Justin Thomas and Colin Morikawa and Scotty Scheffler last week's winner right there in the mix. Is there a move to be made in that second pack? Even if it doesn't end up being victorious, someone that you're excited about on Sunday. Uh, I, I would keep an eye on Hovland. Um, Justin Thomas, to me, was a conundrum today. Uh, he, 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 It looks just so good. Uh, and it just is not adding up right now for JT. And, and, and he's got experience enough, and he's a quality enough player to be able to sort of find a little something. Because when he won the Players' Championship last year, he had to make a six or seven footer on the final green to make the cuts. And then he had a really good Saturday. And then he went uh, nuts on the back nine on Sunday. And the next thing is the players champ. So that's the kind of thing you could see around this golf course, because it is one of those major championship style golf courses where, you know, in the final round, 67 or something is going to really vault you up the table. Um, So he's curious to me right now. It just looks like everything's there, but everything is also not there. You know, and all of a sudden he lets one go. And and, and for JT to win, it's going to have to be almost a perfect round. For Marikawa, it's the same thing. For Scheffler, it's the same thing. But I think when you're that far behind, I mean, uh, Neiman's 19 and uh, Thomas is six back. I mean, that's essentially, goodness, that, that, that's a third of the round of golf. So he's going to have to put together a special day and hope for some help. So if I had my eye on someone right now, I would, I would just go uh, Victor because he's the closest. 
Victor's the closest. JT, Morikawa, Scotty, Max Homa putting up a fairly good title defense here as well. 10 under par. Mark, anything else Riviera-related before we get out of here? Yeah, I want the viewers because, you know, there's there's the thing where folks start asking, well, is this place overrated and what's the big deal? Because, um, you know, it, it, it looks great on TV, but why are the guys struggling or, or why aren't they taking it lower? Because the fairways are perfect. They're running out. The golf course is playing shorter. But a lot of these targets, and you could see how sometimes on the Poanio greens later in the day, you'll see someone like Homer, for argument's sake, so I think it was 12, lands a ball hole high at the hole location and it bounced straight through the back. Yeah. And then the group behind him, the guy lands it short where you should and the ball hits into a slope on the Poanio greens and it sort of sticks there. And he's got 25 feet up the hill and Homer's chipping from 50 feet over the back of the green. That's one of the challenges of this golf course. And then where some of the hole locations get cut, they're not drastic slopes that are going to go, whoa, out of you. They're just enough that if the ball gets rolling, it keeps rolling. Like 10 for argument's sake. And so the next thing, a ball that was 15 feet, is 20 feet, is 30 feet, then it's on the edge of the green, then it's off the green and you're pitching up a drastic slope to a green that's falling toward you, which makes it really hard. Because if you leave it short, it's coming back to you and you know that. Then the pro golfer's like, well, we're not going to do this again. So they blast it past the flag 10, 15 feet. But then you've got something down the hill with that slope on the other side. And and that's the challenge that this place represents. Like I say, you have to hit the ball into the right place, but you've got to have a real emotional and mental moxie about you to be able to make the smart decision, you know, attack when merited. But the attack is sort of defensive in a way, if that makes sense. You, you can't just go out all but guns blazing because you'll get tripped up so fast. And, and you're not going to make doubles or triples unless you have issues around the greens, but you're going to stack bogeys like we saw Bones last year. So... So watch for that, viewers and listeners, because it is just a great test of golf. You have to hit the ball in both directions, and every hole is different, and they kind of keep you off balance in a way. You know, you never really feel completely comfortable, and, and that's just the beauty of the place, and, and I think the golf course is tremendous. Yeah, really awesome stuff right there. Well, we'll see if Joaquin Neiman can add a second PGA Tour victory to his resume. And we'll be back after the final round to break it all down. But for now, big thanks to Mark Immelman. You can find him on Twitter at Mark underscore Immelman. And you can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut, and we'll catch you next time. Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles, now streaming only on Paramount+. Plus. Yes!